following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Herfman. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of radio. (laughs) Yes. Allow me to puff as well. Mm. Uh, Those are some powerful herbs. (laughs) Giving me dark visions. Shall we pack this again? I, I'm not getting visions. I'm not sure if it's working, is it? Oh. Visions. Oh. Visions. Thaddeus, are you seeing what I'm seeing? You making a fool of yourself. <laughs> I think Jacko's a Rapino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you again. Hold on one second here. The Jacko. Welcome, one and welcome all, to another exciting episode inside the Jackal's Head. And tonight, we welcome back Young Kano in a little bit. We're starting off actually a little bit late. I want to apologize to the listening audience. We had a little bit of dead air, technical issues with Skype, which has been happening a lot on the network. This is kind of crazy. I'm like the, uh, what, the third or fourth person affected now on this thing with Skype. Uh-huh. Isn't that right, Petey? I mean, uh, they've been uh, catching everybody. The uh, the Outer Edge was caught up with the, the Skype debacle over the week, last weekend. I think uh, even Bill and Nancy had a couple of things on Future Theater happening with Skype. I don't know. Tonight, Skype crashed on me, and then my whole internet went down. It's crazy. But we're live now, and we're going to be live for the next two hours here on the show. And again, Young Kano is going to be with us, and uh, we're going to debut some new music from his brand new mixtape, which drops, uh, what, in a couple of days? Uh-huh. Isn't that right, Petey? It's called The uh, Purple Haze Effect 2. And uh, we got a couple tracks we're going to uh, play from there. We got, uh, let's see, one is called Eyes on the Prize, and uh, another one's called Let Us Be Free. And then uh, we're going to play the song me and him did together called Put Your Drinks Up. Love that track. You know, it's funny because I recorded that track in about two days, tops, really. Like, I went in over the week, did my vocals, and left it there. Couldn't go back to uh, get the uh, the mix down for a couple of days. And when I heard it, I was like, ah, it wasn't really, you know, it was good, but it was it felt like it was faster than the beat. Because it's a very mellow, laid-back, chilling, West Coast-ish type of beat, you know? Which is right up my alley, but I don't know, when I laid those vocals down, I think I was kind of like on some kind of a energy drink, maybe? I don't know, because I was really like speeding through it a little bit. So what I ended up doing is, uh, the following week, I went back in and I redid my vocals, and I think they came out a lot better. I'm, I'm actually very, very happy with uh, the final results, so... Put Your Drinks Up is going to be played also tonight. We're going to debut that, and uh, we're going to tell everybody how to get to the mixtape, The Purple Haze Effect, too, so you can download it. I'm telling you, uh, Pete, it becomes available on the uh-huh. 30th, right? All right, good. We confirmed that. On the 30th, it becomes available. You, you all be able to download it. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a couple of different uh, places you'll be able to get it at. Uh, so that's going to be uh, real cool. We're going to have him on in about 10 minutes. Uh, like I said, we're running a little bit late, so I'm only going to, only going to go over a couple of different uh, news uh, stories that I have here saved. Uh, actually, I'm going to go right into the weekend box office results. And this is for September 26th through the 28th, 2014. I'm going to give you the top 10 real quick because, again, we're short on time number 10 on the list. And uh, this movie is still in the top 10. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right, the remake. It's uh, still doing well, still making money. Brought in about $1.4 million over the weekend. Number uh, nine, Let's Be Cops. And I still haven't seen this movie. have really no interest in seeing it either, by the way. Number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy. Doing extremely well still at 644 worldwide. Pretty soon, it's going to be at $700 million. It still hasn't opened in China, by the way. 
that's going to be huge once uh, it opens up in China. We have more on Guardians of the Galaxy in a second here, but number seven, a walk among the tombstone. A walk among the tombstone. Haven't seen it. Don't even know what it's about. From writer-director Scott Frank. I'm going to have to check that out. Number six, a good deed. Uh, let's see, a good deed with, uh, oh, Edris Elba. Good actor. Uh, no good deed, so I'm going to have to check that one out. Haven't seen it. Yeah, no good no good deed, about in four point six million. Uh Dauphin Tale number two. I didn't even know there was a Dauphin Tale number one, but that came in at number five. Number four, this is where I leave you. And another movie I have not seen. I haven't seen almost any of these movies. This is a cast that I, I do like a lot of these actors. Uh Adam Driver is gonna be in Star Wars is in this movie, and Jason Bateman, of course, from Arrested Development. Big fan of Arrested Development. I love uh, a lot of the movies he's uh, he's done over the last few years. Timothy Oliphant is in this thing. Also, he's uh from Scream Two, if you guys remember him. Answer the question, Claire. He's also in that movie, Go. Good movie. Uh, let's see, number three, The Box Trolls. And I know, a, <laughs> I know a few Box Trolls myself, but The Box Trolls, number three, with 17 million. Not bad. Anime movie, I believe, and uh, pretty decent, I guess. Uh, 17 million for the weekend for The Boxed Troll. And uh, again, I know a few trolls myself. And uh, let's see, number one on the list, and uh, by the way, guys, actually number two on the list, I'm going to skip a number there, but number two on the list, The Maze Runner. I haven't seen it. So again, guys, I haven't seen almost any of these films, so don't judge me. Number two on the list, The Maze Runner. I have no idea what that is about. Don't care. Number one, The Equalizer, and this one I actually do want to see, you know, of course, as... Denzel Washington in it, and Chloe Moretz. So this one I, I will be checking out in theaters pretty soon, The Equalizer. Any, you know, anytime you put Denzel Washington in a movie and it has guns and shooting, I'm, I'm there. One of the best actors of all times, man. So there you go. That's your top ten for the weekend. The Equalizer with Denzel Washington took in $35 million, by the way. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Uh, now I'm going to uh, go over some uh, hip-hop news. And this is kind of a disturbing uh, thing that's been going on with uh, 50 Cent and, and his kid. I don't know if you guys have been following up on the uh, feud that's been happening with Marquise Jackson and his pops, 50 Cent, a.k.a. Curtis Jackson. But uh, he's been posting images of himself uh, along with uh, people who, well, don't get along with, with his daddy. The most recent uh, picture now is with Floyd Mayweather. And, uh, you know, it's funny because 50 and Floyd were friends for a long time, but, uh, you know, they've been enemies now for about a year. But after being seen in multiple pictures with uh, Slow Bucks uh, in recent weeks, despite his father's feud with uh, street brand entrepreneur 50 Cent's son, Marquise Jackson posted a picture of himself alongside Floyd Mayweather again, like I said, on his Facebook just this week. The image was uh, posted uh, in the midst of an ongoing back and forth between 50 Cent and the boxer. Marquise Jackson posted the image on the uh, Facebook account with the caption, With the Tank and Floyd. And you see the picture right there. By the way, this is uh, posted over on hiphopdx.com, if you guys want to read along. It says here, over the summer, 50 Cent of Floyd Mayweather beefed via social media, culminating in a public feud and a public challenge by 50 Cent, where he even dared Floyd Mayweather to read a full page from the Harry Potter book on live television. It was the Ice Bucket Challenge. You know what I'm talking about? The ALS uh-huh. Ice Bucket Challenge? Which, by the way, I'm glad I was not nominated by anybody uh-huh. for that thing. Not that I wouldn't mind giving a couple uh-huh. hundred bucks. I just, uh, you know, I don't want to be on camera 
pouring ice on myself. That was, that was like the silliest thing I've uh-huh. ever seen in my life. It really was. 50 uh, did a couple back and forth uh, over the summer with Floyd, and now his uh, his kid is taking pictures with Floyd Mayweather. That's interesting. He says here, 50 Cent and his, uh, and his son Marquise have engaged in their own little semi-public feud. In May, 50 responded to fans critical of his not being present at Marquise High School graduation. So this is, this goes back to like early in the year where he didn't show up at the graduation. That's why his son is doing this. But this year, the rapper has uh, constantly attributed the rift to the source, uh, to their relationship to the son's mother, who he's been having his own feud with. Like, who hasn't 50 Cent feuded with over the last 10 years? Seriously. Uh, but it says here, my son... And then there's just like a dash. It's, I haven't really received any invitation. Uh, this was his answer to the uh, graduation and to missing the graduation. Uh, when he graduated, I was at a, a Budapest on a movie with Melissa McCarthy. Well, that's a great movie, I'm sure. Uh, Jude Law is in that also with uh, Jason Staten. Oh, well, could be good. Says I think at some point, uh, at some points, the reason why I actually came out is because is because his mom and, is going on TMZ and. You know how they like to gossip. I wish she'd uh, find someone so she could leave me alone. I know how that feels, people going on TMZ who don't want to leave you alone. So I, I understand 50 on that. So he's having his own public feud with his own kid. Like, that's weird, man. You know, that's just uh-huh. strange. You know, you look at your son every day and with loving eyes like a father and you just you look at him. You ass. I don't think that's what 50 really uh-huh. wanted to say, Petey. I mean, seriously, that's his kid, man. And I mean, let's call him, can we call him half a buck? Or can we call him like a quarter, quarter, you know, twenty-five cent. Or oh, isn't there a rapper named uh-huh. Twenty-five Cent? I think he's like Fifty's cousin or something. Anyway, so there you go. That's Fifty Cent beefing with his own kid. That's win, right? That's yeah! A win. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No, it's not. That's not a real win, Fifty. It really isn't. Uh, let's see other news of interest here. Oh, this is uh, interesting for real hip hop fans and. Uh, there's a lot of them out there that are listening. Andre 3000 came out recently. He said, I am bored with what I can do in rap. And um, this is just a couple of days ago, this article got posted. And again, this is hiphopdx.com. Check it out if you want to read along, go there. And um, it says here, I am always a fan from the stupidest knucklehead rap to the quote, unquotable lyrical gods. I listen to it all, Andre 3000 said of rap. I just don't know what else I can do with it. Andre 3000 says that he is not bored with rap. It's more like I'm bored with what I can do in rap. The Outcast rapper says during the interview that, in uh, this was on Rolling Stones magazine, by the way, he says, I am always a fan from the stupidest knucklehead rap uh, to the quote-unquote lyrical gods. I listen to it all. I just don't know what else I can do with it. Nonetheless, the Atlanta artist says he knows what people want him to make, and they want him to make a new rap album. Says, I understand it, Andre 3000 says. People stick to ideas that they're familiar with. I mean, I honestly wish that I could uh, make a dope rap album, but, you know, I know it would be something else. I've always known that there comes a time when you just, uh, you're not, not as hip. It happens to everybody. It's not nothing to do with talent. It has nothing to do with intensity and time in the world growing around you. Outcast uh, reunited to perform 42 dates this year and mark the duo's first tour since 2002. Wow, it's been that long, huh? For uh, more than th- uh, Andre 3000, though, the coverage... Uh, actually, it says here, for more Andre 3000 coverage, yeah, go to uh, hiphopdx.com. So, yeah, just go back to the website. But anyway, that's uh, that's an interesting quote from a dude who's been around for a long time and has made a, a hell of a mark. I mean, Outcast is a hell of a rap group, and... For him to say that he's, you know, he doesn't know what else he could do with rap. That's a, that says a lot. I mean, 
And he's right, though. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, you do outgrow the the genre, so to speak. You know, you, you do get to a point where, I guess, uh, you know, you run out of uh, things to say. You run out of, uh, out of ideas musically. I don't know. But, you know, it'll be sad uh, when he retires. It's sad when, you know, a lot of these uh, cats retire, a lot of these rappers that are really good. But, you know what, that is what happens in music. You know, they, they have to go away, and then new artists have to come up and take their spot and continue the trend forward. Uh, that's the thing about hip-hop and about music in general. You know, you always move forward and you always continue with new artists. And you continue with young talent that continues to evolve the industry. And uh, tonight we're going to talk to such a young artist. His name is Young Kano. He's going to be with us in a few minutes. And um, Young Kano's a good dude, man. He's a really talented rapper. I'm really happy to have him back on. He was on, like I said, a few weeks ago. And uh, this is part two. Not only to the interview, but of course we're going to play part two to the Purple Haze Effect. Play a few tracks off of that. In fact, we're going to take a, a commercial break, and we're, when we come back, we're going to have Kano on the other line. And before I play any tracks from the new mixtape, I want to go back to the first mixtape and play Change, Go and Come. We'll be right back, everybody, on the other side with Young Kano. <laughs> All I ever hear on the radio is Versace Neighbors getting robbed out their house through their property Gunners on the run just to get a couple bucks Just between a rock and a hard place They stuck, trying to live good But we going through the drama My mama feeling stressed out with her bills like it's Honda All working jobs to keep heads above water Looking at my life as it seems to get harder My dog just had a kid, now his mind is out of place You trying to get to rap, but it can't take shape My other dog turned on me cause he was ungrateful Cheated on his girl, now you call him unfaithful Nerves is out of order, but I'm trying to find a way I'm rapping for a lot just to make it one day My dad just a sucker cause he like white trannies trannies. Hope he feels better as he get into the pants All you need to know is a change gon' come If you really don't believe it, believe it, believe it, believe it then you must Put be a done. team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer With key information solutions Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs While keeping you on the cutting edge of technology, preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom built computers. Let Key Information Solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. 
And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person, and if you're a book person too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Green light. Hey girl, school zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Green light. Hey girl, school zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban fellow. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. On SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. Join the club that gives you stuff. Hey, thanks! Radio Loyalty. Here's how it works. Just click on the Radio Loyalty banner right now and sign up. Then, you keep on listening like you already do. But now, you earn points. Those points add up, and you can trade them in for stuff in the Radio Loyalty store. Earn more points by sharing your station with friends on Facebook and Twitter, answering surveys, and by using the apps in the new player's app store. Pretty simple, right? Radio Loyalty. Click that banner to join now. Free stuff for you just for listening to this station. Yeah, we got your attention. Here's how it works. You click on the Radio Loyalty banner right now and sign up. Then you keep on listening like you already do. But now you earn points. Those points add up, and you can trade them in for cool stuff in the Radio Loyalty store. Earn more points by sharing your station with friends on Facebook and Twitter, answering surveys, and by using the apps in the new player's app store. Pretty simple. Free stuff just for doing what you already do. Radio Loyalty. Click the banner to join now. Hi, this is Kayla Ambrose, and I'm your travel guide to the other side. 
I'm inviting you to join me on the Explore Your Spirit with Kayla show. Each week on the show, I serve as your travel companion as we explore the concept of many paths and one destination, bringing you enlightening and inspiring interviews with world-renowned authors, artists, teachers, and researchers, delving into metaphysical, supernatural, and paranormal topics, as well as new discoveries in the scientific and spiritual arenas. Join me here as we explore the mysteries of the universe, rediscover the magic in the world around you, and reawaken your spirituality. It's the shows you want, when and where you want to listen to them, all on the Explore Your Spirit with Kayla show. See you there. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. What's up, man? Welcome back to Inside the Jackal's Head. Yo, what it do, Count? How you feeling, you heard? Oh, man, I'm feeling good. How you feeling, man? I heard you a little bit under the weather recently. Yeah, man, I had a bad toothache, you know what I'm saying? It was messing with me. So, But I've been taking meds and stuff, so I'm in a better space right now, bro. I'm back into, uh-huh. back to recording, back to the basics, you feel me? True that, true that. How's it uh, How's it uh, been with the um, with the mixtape coming out? You know, How's it been, like, you know, prepping for everything, getting everything ready and you know, getting everybody, like, hyped up and stuff. Because I know you've been doing a lot of, like, promotion and stuff online. I mean, you know, I know you're, you're like, you know, you're like me, man. You like to promote as much as possible and get, the, you know, the word out. You know, how how's it been, like, getting, you know, some of the the, the stuff ready for what's coming up in a, in a couple of days now? Well, well, let's just say this. Since I've been promoting it, now it's starting to be more highly anticipated. Nice. You feel me? Yeah. You get feedback ready? Because I know you, you probably already, like, leaked a couple of the tracks to people and stuff. You getting good feedback and stuff? Yeah, man. Uh, ever since I dropped the songs, like, Winter Circle, uh, Party Up, Summertime, um, stuff like that, man, everybody been loving it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm feeling blessed that people really love the music that I'm putting out. So I'm happy right now. I'm excited. Now, I got to admit, uh, I have played uh, Put Your Drinks Up to a couple of my friends, and uh, everybody seems to love it, man. Everybody's, like, banging on that track. Yeah, bro. I know, man. You know what I'm saying? The funny thing is, though, bro, like I was in that mood when I wrote that song. I wrote that song in about 20 minutes, yo. You feel me? Like, yeah, the yeah. First, I just came up with the verse that quick. You know what I'm talking about? The hook came out, came bananas, and you know what I'm saying? I didn't know how I was going to come at it first. Like, at first, you know what I'm saying? Like, I put a little harmonizing within the, the song, but it wasn't really too much. But you still heard the hear majority rapping on that. You feel me? Yeah. I love the sample, man. I love the the beat, everything. The the, the melody flows perfect with your you know your lyrics and the uh, the vocals are awesome. And one of my boys, a California guy, actually mentioned that um, uh, he was like, "Man, he's really killing it on that first verse." And I'm like, "Yo, it's dope, isn't he?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I think he's dope as hell." Man, like he was really like you know digging the uh, the way the flow went with the beat. So uh, right. it's a good track, man. Everybody seems to like be real happy with it. Yeah, the beat though. I made that beat from scratch. I didn't sample nothing. I know. Here. Well, yeah, no people. You know, people know it like they. They look at it as, you know, well, maybe he must have sampled. Because we all know, like, what it kind of sounds like. But, yeah, no, you did start from scratch. Tell us, uh, like, tell, tell the audience a little bit about how you came up with that track, like the beat. Uh, well, 
when I first like written a concept for Party Up, you know, when I was making the beat for it, I wanted to make it a clean, crisp, you know, like a feel good sound. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I had to get, you know, the high hats to bass, the 808s. You know what I'm saying? The melody format had to use a little piano, you know, the orchestra stuff like that. You feel me to put it together? Did I just got the pattern and the format it and just put everything together and it just came out to be a hot hit? And so far, it's been a hot hit. You did? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you said you you wrote the uh, lyrics in about twenty minutes. How long did it take you like to actually write the beat, though? To make the beat? Yeah. It took me about a good hour. Damn, that's pretty good. good. Yeah, you, you know, like when you feel it, when you feel like it could be that perfect hit record, you know what I'm saying? It, just, it comes together so fast. Usually, it take me about a couple hours to like finally get a beat together. You know what I'm saying? It's when I when I really feel it. it usually, take thirty minutes. Well, with dedication like that and skills like that, man, you come up with like you could do a mixtape like every month. Yeah, man. You know when I used to start out, when I first started out, you know, saying back in oh nine when I came out with my first mixtape, Southside Freestyle Volume One, when I I just decided to um, freestyle everything off the top of my head with every song. Then when I did the first Ghetto City mixtape, when I started writing writing all my stuff down, you know, what I'm saying for that mixtape, um, I started dibbling and dabbling into making the beats and. Uh, ever since then it's been on. You feel me? Yeah, man. I I I definitely dig the fact that you you know you freestyle a lot of the verses and stuff because I, I do that a lot. Also, I stopped writing like lyrics a long time ago. Uh, honestly, it, it feels a little bit more comfortable when you're in the booth and you can just like get into the beat and not worry about having to remember like the line and stuff. You know, just going with the beat and just letting it take you there. You know what I mean? Uh, there's something about freestyling stuff. I love freestyling and I get into like competitions and stuff with like other artists and stuff. I mean, all that is a yeah. whole lot of fun. Yeah, like back in the days, you know what I'm saying, when I was a yeah, young man, man, I used to battle rap, you know what I'm saying? When I used to battle rap, I ain't write nothing down, you know what I'm saying? And I could yeah. tell when I could tell when people wrote their bars, you know what I'm saying? Then when I when I could tell and I could figure out quick how I'm gonna get you, I know how I'm gonna get you and then you they you're gonna choke the next round, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yo, let me tell you something. You got to the point, and this is funny because I, I I know a couple cats that do similar recordings, you know, where they freestyle their verses and stuff. Uh, but they, you can tell when they're freestyling. Like you've got to the point where it sounds like legit, like you like wrote it down, but it's freestyle. Like it, it's yeah. very smooth. You know what I mean? That's that's talent in itself. Mm-hmm. But it also, really do is. I? Do, but but like when I do like my mixtapes, when I I actually do write my songs. I actually pen and pad. I do write. You know what I'm saying? But some songs, like, if you heard that song, Am I the Only One, uh, I didn't even write that song, you know what I'm saying? That was, like, off the top of the head. You feel me? Yeah. Like, some songs I, I feel like I could just do off the top of my head. Other songs I, I feel like I need to write down because I want to really put my emotions out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, this mo- this mixtape that I, this mixtape and the last mixtape I dropped, and this one I'm dropping right now, I wrote everything down because I want the people to understand I go through a lot of emotions, so I put everything I have on pen and pad to people, for people to understand it. You know what I'm saying? I remember my songs like it's nothing. It ain't nothing to me, but, you know, I just go through them times where you really need to jot down your emotions. It's like like when you when you write a song, it's like you write in a journal or writing poetry to people so they can feel what you're saying emotionally. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. That's true. I mean, yeah. hip hop really is like poetry to music, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and you do want to like you know structure it to fit the beat and stuff. Also, so I, mean, I understand what you're saying. Uh, yeah, so, some MCs are like they get to the point that you know they don't even write stuff down anymore. Like, I have a couple of my buddies. Like, there's one dude that I used to like rhyme with. His name was Bizarre Realms, and like when I first met him, like you know this skinny little white dude, and 
you like you would never be able to tell he could rap. And when he like started spitting, it was like the craziest thing in the world because he was like insane sick, you know. And um, it, you know, we never saw him with a pad or anything like that. It was always like just off the top. And then one day we started asking him, like, you know, is everything you do freestyle? And he's like, yeah, man, I just freestyle every every track doesn't matter. And he had like hundreds of tracks. And uh, we just started throwing, you know, beat after beat one day, and he just started going off. I mean, this dude did like 30, 40 minutes of like nothing but freestyles. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And that take that's a hell of a gift. I mean, do you ever get to like uh, thinking and and start, you know, contemplating or doing something like that, like just freestyling an entire like mixtape? I did, I did that before, man. Yeah, no, but like, yeah, but like, I'm talking about like uh, something that you know, like uh, a thousand bars, you know, like the cannabis, uh, three hundred bars, you know, games, five hundred bars, something like that. Well, that I can do that right now if I want to. You know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing. I could freestyle. Like when I used to freestyle with the homies, I used to freestyle for like twenty, thirty minutes straight without stopping. You know what I'm saying? They'll tell me, chill out, chill out. They said, chill out. Come out with another line after that. You know what I'm saying? So like doing all that, that ain't nothing to me, man. You know what I'm saying? I can come, I can go five hundred bars and run to six hundred bars and run it because I got it like that. There you go. Speaking of which, which track do we want to play first? Because I know we want to get into some music here, and I. I Definitely want to play our track, but I know you sent me three tracks, uh, you know, with this one included. Uh, which one do you want to go through first, real quick? Yo, um, put, let's go with Put Your Drinks Up, man. Let's start them off with a fun record. There you go, a little fun joint. Put Your Drinks Up, everybody. Check it out. This is Young Kano and yours truly. Yeah, yeah and this is going to be, of course, from the Purple Haze Effect, too. Listen up. Swingers in my bride is a cooker. Lean in my cup and it's sitting on the dash. Toast to my foes as I'm counting on this cash. Gotta drive slow cause it's two miles an hour. The feeling of this lean got the sweet taste and sour. Ice in the mix, gotta sip after sip. Man, I'm too much in the hood when I lean with a dip. For my dogs locked up, we put a deuce for y'all. We gon' toast to the life if it's cool for y'all. Rest in peace, DJ Scoop, man, this cup's for you. Man, we sippin' on this drink, man, it's up for you. I'm Texas born, I gotta swing them things. Pop trunk wave, let them seatbelts hang. Swervin' lane to lane with my cup in my hands. Still tippin' on for foes, cause I know I'm the man. Put your drinks up for the hood cause we made it Riding round town feeling high cause we faded Put your drinks up for the homies in jail Trying to make it out but they can't make bail Put your drinks up for the bad chicks walking Riding in the whip having fun little talking Put your drinks up for the people that died Put it up high till it's touched the sky Man, this drink got me tripping, getting high off the L. Trying to reduce my stress before I die and go to hell. I've been trying to see the light, but all I see is a fight every single night. I can't walk in my own hood without being chased and harassed. Then they wonder why we carry them things and why we blast. Let the good times roll, let the bullets fly. Fuck it, man, if I gotta die tonight. I'm going out in a blaze of glory. You're gonna see my face up in the news as a top story. Payback's a bitch. From east to west Code number one in the streets is don't snitch And wear a vest Cause if you're really from the hood you won't switch See I was raised and trained in the hood Ever since I was a little jet Trying to do my thing in the hood Break dancing with my crew in the hood Put your drinks up for the hood yeah. we made it you know. Riding round town feeling hot cause we faded Put your drinks up for the homies in jail Trying to make it out but they can't make bills Put your drinks up for the 
except for the people that died. Put it up high till it touches the sky. All right, everybody, there you go. That's Young Kano. Put your drinks up with me on the track there at the end. That's a dope-ass beat, man. I love that track. Raw, raw. Raw. Yeah, 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 it rides uh, nice, man. Let me tell you, I, I was bumping that because, you know, I, I'm i kind of a, a glorifying whore. I had to, like, make a copy and just, you know, bang it on my way to work every day so it's for the last week just to, you know, hear it. And I've been playing it off my uh, my phone, you know, on, on the car. And uh, let me tell you, it rides really nice. It really does. I mean, it bangs nice, man. Yeah, the 808 going boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, people be asking me where I sample that beat from. I sample that from that Michael Jackson lady in my life beat song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The beginning of it. So when I did that, I had to, like, kind of format it. You know what I'm saying? And people say, man, it sounds like that LL Cool J song. <laughs> you know yeah, but, well, yeah, because that's, the like, the more later one. You know, like, that's one people remember, you know, more recently but I mean you built it from scratch up you didn't do like the old school sampling where you actually take a clip from the original track and then you import it and you mess with it I mean you started everything from scratch up your own instruments and stuff in fact you play a lot of you know your own instruments because you know you're a producer yourself producing this whole mixtape so right. uh, you play you play just every instrument pretty much under the sun right like you know how to pretty much get out of all of them at this point yeah everything I did was basically self taught you know what I'm saying because I was born around music you know what I'm saying you know, my mom, she sung gospel, you know what I'm talking about? And then I have my cousins and brothers and stuff that's into the music, too. So I was raised around that, you know what I'm saying? So music, I'm basically music-oriented, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Your mom still sing gospel? Yeah, she do. She still do. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She really do heavy, you know what I'm talking about? But, you know, she kind of being lean on it, you know what I'm saying? She's trying to be cooled out more with it. In my sense, now it's just me basically doing the rap thing. I had a cousin, you know what I'm saying? He he rapped too, but unfortunately he passed away, you know, yeah. four years ago. So, you know, and I got another cousin. He uh he sings uh, gospel too. So, what does mom say about like the hip hop stuff? Because you know she sings gospel. That's like really really far away from like hip hop and rap music. Like. You know, she liked my music because I reflect out for what, what goes on in reality and what goes on in my life for what people go through and experience, right? But right. when when she hears about the the uh, popping bottles or call women out their name, she ain't going for that, you know what I'm saying? So she really fond of it. She don't be wanting to hear that. I don't want to hear that nasty. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So, but other than that, though, she messed with my music and a few, other, a few of my SSG squad members' music, you know what I'm saying? That's cool, but she is supportive, though. That's good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She always going to be supportive, you know, since she loves the music I be putting out, you know what I'm saying? And, and the music I put out, man, it's for everybody to go up and they love it, too, bro. Yeah, no, there's a lot of positivity in your music, a lot of positive messages and stuff, which is good to hear because, man, you know, we, we live in a society where we're, like, so driven by, like, negative and negativity and, you know, gangster rap and just killing and shooting, you know, you know just uh violence is uh, violence sells and, and that's a, a sad reality and uh, we're all kind of cut up in it you know we all they, you know everybody in hip-hop is kind of guilty a little bit of, of promoting violence in a lot of ways but uh what you do is not i wouldn't say it's gangster rap or violent rap is and a lot of it is more reality and, and there's a lot of rappers who have been mislabeled as gangster rappers when they were more like reality rappers more than anything else it harkens back to like Pac and a lot of these other rappers that kind of got mislabeled that way but uh, you know, there's good to see like you know artists coming up like yourself that are putting out like positive music, man. That's a, that's something that I think that uh, it, it's missing in hip hop. I mean, would you agree with that? 
but this is the thing. It's like me, I grew up around around a lot of negativity in my hood and, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But I had to like I even I, I even been through the street life myself. You know what I'm saying? But I had to back away from it. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to get a reality check on life in general. Because you know what I'm saying? If I was still in the streets today, I'd be either dead or in jail right now. You know what I'm saying? In the street life ain't what it is, and that's what I'm telling these little kids nowadays today. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be in the streets to. Uh, Sell dope, you know what I'm saying? There's other ways to make money legitimately, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So, but right now, you know, um, it ain't even like that, especially look at Chicago right now, man. People, little, little teenagers dying over, over violence, you know what I'm saying? Then they got the drill music out there, you know what I'm saying? I respect the drill music, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? But let's not teach the kids to kill one another, let's, let's have unity, you know what I'm saying? Too many gangs in that, in that one city, you know what I'm saying? And it's just over one street or one territory, you know what I'm saying? Just need unity, not just in Chicago, everywhere, you feel me? And that's why I say my music reflects on what we go through on a day-to-day basis, you know what I'm saying? I may not talk about shooting somebody up, you know what I'm talking about, but I, I reflect on what I see and what, what's around me in my environment. Yeah, it's right reali- now, reality rap. It's a reality of what you're going through, reality of what you've seen. Uh-huh. It's a big uh-huh. difference between glorifying, like, see, there's a, this is something that people don't understand. There's a, a big misconception between reality and, and exploring what really happens in your life and talking about it and, and putting it out there for people to understand what life is like and, and what, you know, some of us go through in, in our daily lives and what we've experienced and seen. We're, we're, we're really, in a way, uh, more than anything else, we're, we're keeping a journal of our lives musically and, you know, and, and, and in story form, which, it, you know, it really does uh, help pe- get people engaged into what's going on. But at the end of the day, it's still more reality than anything else. And it's gotten mislabeled. A lot of it has gotten mislabeled as gangster music or gangster rap or, or you know, movie that just or music that just, uh, uh, you know, slanders women or, or, you know, or anything like that, which that's not what hip hop is at all. Yeah, like if, if you look at it back in the nineties, because basically I'm a I'm a hip hop fan, you know what I'm saying? If you, yeah. You know, I, I'm influenced by Tupac, Biggie, Big L, Coogee, yep. Rap, Run DMC, and all that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, when when they hear my actual music, you know what I'm saying? They reflect on. They say my my beats and my records is reflect on the nineties style, but technically it's not. Technically it is. The reason why I say it's technically not because we in the modern day, and you will hear some of the formats like 808s and stuff, but at the same time, you will, you will reflect on, like I said, reality music, you know what I'm saying? But we just need to change up the format and stop trying to copy everybody else and be a follower. Stop being a follower. Be your, be your own leader, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I hear you, man. I hear you. And let me, let me ask you, you know, being that you're in, in entertainment now, because really hip-hop is an entertainment as well as everything else, uh, do you see? Do you see the the genre getting watered down? And in in maybe you know it has been watered down. Let's just be honest. In the last ten, fifteen years, but do you see it like rebooting itself in a sense with the underground and kind of making a comeback and 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 maybe changing some of the image and the stereotype that has been involved with hip hop? Yeah and no. The reason why I say no is because hip hop is still more watered down than it was years ago. Like when Soldier Boy came out, everybody was dancing. Now it's going back to everybody talking about killing like they trying to reflect back to the nineties or something like that. But but when they talking about killing, you look at the clothes that they wear though, bro. They be wearing all these tight shirts and tight jeans or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's not making them believable. So like I'm not gonna like for me I'm not gonna take you seriously if you talking about that type of stuff. 
you know what I'm saying, that's just the mainstream. But if you look at the underground aspect of everything, that the underground is on the rise right now, you know what I'm saying? Independent is right now is the best way to go because, you know yep. what I'm saying, it's not, it's not just the, uh, if you look at the mainstream, you know what I'm saying, the, what type of deals they offer and what and what you have, you know what I'm saying, main thing you don't have is creative freedom nowadays with a lot of deals. Everybody wants you to make that type of watered-down type record shit, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't really need to look at the artist format, look at how the labels we want the artist to be, you know what I'm saying? That's basically like me, if I were signed to a major record club, that's like me selling my soul to the devil. Yeah, I know. It's true. It's true. And, it, it, well, not only that, I mean, a lot of times if they don't like you, if something happens, they can bury you, man. Mainstream labels. They could bury Look at Look how many artists Puff Daddy or P. Diddy or whatever buried over the last 15 years. Right. The thing about this, though, man, I actually got offered, like, a couple major contracts, you know what I'm saying? But, like, me, you know, I look at how them deals operate and how they operate, you know, you got to turn it down because, yep. one, I refuse to sell out, two, I refuse to make whack music and tree. I want to <laughs> give my fans what they want to give real music. I don't want to give yeah. them no, no. I'm gonna kill you with some with your mama, blah blah blah. That they shot done like type records. I want to give them real music. So I want to give them all the storytelling. Yeah, you know what yeah. That's yeah, no, for real, man. And like like I said earlier, that's part of the game of hip hop that's been missing the the art of storytelling. Look, man, Slick Rick, come on. Mm-hmm. Art of storytelling, one of the greatest of all times. You know what I mean? That that part of hip hop is missing, and you hit it right in the head. It really did start when the whole ringtone rappers came out, like you know Soldier Boy and all these rappers. That's kind of like when hip hop really. Well, can't even go back further than that. Let's let's go back into like P Diddy's uh, Bling Bling era. You know, it it, it really all con- you know it it really all mounted up when Piggy when Biggie and Pac died. That's really when it all mounted up and just like went downhill. But I do you know I do think with the underground man there could be that resurgence in in. Look, everything's a cycle. You know what I mean. Everything's a cycle, and hip hop is no different than than anything else in entertainment. It is a cycle, and I think we will have a resurgence in real hip hop. You know, like real artists that are coming up, like talking about real reality of of society and problems that you know that's going on. Uh, it's it's not just uh, you know a mainstream uh, dominance that's going to be there forever. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, backlash towards mainstream rappers, and you've seen it already. I mean, record sales are in the toilet for a lot of these mainstream artists. Well, let me say this. Let me say this though with the mainstream artists. Though, if you look at the mainstream artists, the reason why a couple of reasons why the record label's not selling. Basically, one, they don't know how to market themselves well. You know what I'm That's saying? True. Yeah. Two, you know what I'm saying? They maybe basically following other type rappers. They're not original, yep. so they yep. basically the type that want to rap the same way. If you look at Young Thug, you know what I'm saying? I could respect him as an artist. You know what I'm saying? He he doing the thing or whatever. But that lifestyle, right? I could, I didn't even understand nothing he was saying the whole time. <laughs> I couldn't under, like. I'm listening to the record. First time I heard it, I said, "Oh, the beat knocking." But I'm like, looking, listen to the lyrics. I'm like, I have not understood not one word he said, and that would kind of lost me. Like, it sounds like stoner and all that. I couldn't, I can't understand what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ra- there's a lot of rappers like that though. When you hear them, you're like, what, "What's he talking about?" And it's like mostly the beats what makes a song hot. You know what I mean? It's it's unfortunate, man. But and, and, and it's funny because those are some of the bigger hits in the last five ten years are like that. Yeah, right now the mainstream right now is lacking lyricism. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they looking at us as we not lyrical. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not mainstream. Well, I'm I'm a lyrical artist. You know, so I can spit intelligent raps too. So, but um, they just looking at us as underground artists, as the individuals that we ain't never gonna make it to the top. You know what I'm saying? If you look at Tech Nine, he's an underground artist, independent. Oh artist. yeah. 
Yep. And he's at the top. You know what I'm talking about? So I respect Tech Nine, you know what I'm saying? He got he's a businessman, he's smart, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the uh one of the artists I look up to on the business aspect of of, of independency, you feel me? Yeah, no, we said it on the last show when you were on here, um, you know, you really don't need to be signed on to a major label anymore to get exposure and and get exactly. your your own self promotion. Like the internet has revolutionized everything, including the music industry, especially the the entertainment industry in general. Movies, music, everything. I mean, but the music industry has been such a there's been such a change and a paradigm switch uh, to like the way people are able to like just self promote and and really you can blow up with your own independent label. And next thing you know, you could be a, a mainstream label yourself. Yeah, but another thing about it, though, if you look at it, you know what I'm saying, they got a lot of hackers and bootleggers, you know what I'm saying? So That's a problem, yeah. There's a, there's a thing about it is, you know what I'm saying, luckily for me, you know, I know how to make sure my stuff don't get leaked out, you know what I'm talking about? So mm. that's why that's why everything is fortunate. There's, there's a couple of times that uh, past my, my past mixtape almost got leaked. My, like my Get A Free 3 mixtape almost got leaked, you know what I'm saying? Because, you yeah. know what I'm saying, I had people that were jealous of, of my... Uh, my little fan base that I had at the time, I got more of a bigger fan base than I did back then, but um, they they didn't like it, so they tried to hack me and check the mixtape, and I wasn't going for that. But, you know, it's just a lot of records of the crime because of lack of, lack of leadership, you know what I'm saying, uh, bootleggers, mm-hmm. and not enough... Not enough uh, to go on with the music, you know what I'm saying? Lack of creativity. Yeah, but, that's the main problem. The creativity, man. It's, but yeah. you know, here's the, here's the thing. Though. I was just about to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing though about that, real quick. Uh, you know, yeah, record sales are, are down in hip hop and all across the board in all the music. Uh, but just this past week, you know, the soundtrack for the movie Guardians of the Galaxy uh, crossed the 500,000 mark plateau in sales. A soundtrack with music from the 70s. What does that tell you? People well, are still buying time. records, you know. Is, the people are still buying this stuff. It's just, you know, they want good music, and that's that's the main problem. Yeah, it's just like a good music. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. It's, it's just, you just got to look at like how they react on the record, how the how the record's gonna come out. Yeah. You know, like if you look at Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy was the hottest rapper out here from two thousand seven to two thousand and eleven. Mm-hmm. Now you and now you look at Soldier Boy now, you know what I'm saying? The way he's trying to stay relevant is being on love in hip hop Hollywood. You know, yeah. you know this is like the Soldier Boy, but you know, there, there's different ways to stay relevant. He found his little way by doing reality TV, which I feel like reality TV sucks because it, it, it all looks scripted to me, especially keeping up with the Kardashians. You know, what I'm oh yeah, that's so, the worst show ever, man. I, I, I hate that show. Keep, yeah. That one in Jersey Shore. Those are probably the two worst shows I've ever ever ex- yeah. had the mispleasure of watching on TV. And I only saw like maybe one or two episodes of each one of those. I, like I, After one or two episodes, I just couldn't watch them again. It was just, it was too much. Uh-huh. And then you look at the sex tapes with Kim Kardashian and Ray J. That's how Kim, Kim Kardashian was known. Yeah, it's guilty. Now, if you look at Love <laughs> and Hip Hop Atlanta, where Mimi and Nico made a sex tape, Mimi yep. and Nico was already known through reality TV. They made uh, Mimi look bad, but she got 10 figures off of the sex tape. Nico, he's still irrelevant to this day because nobody really messes with him. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. No, look, look at Fifty for example. Fifty Cent, he stays relevant by just randomly beefing with people. Yeah, that's, but he's, know, really, yeah. he's really not beefing with people that much as he used to. But he's still beefing. But that's he's, that's his. Dude, I read an article. I read an article a little while ago before we had you on. Uh, well, he's beefing with his kid, Marquise. 
Like he's beefing with, with his with his son now. He's beefing and he's beefing with uh, Floyd Mayweather, of course. And uh, the whole article was that uh, Floyd and his kid had a uh, they they met up at some event and they took a picture with each other. And uh, you know, Fifty's pissed. Yeah, it's not surprising. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, karma comes back to haunt you. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the same deal with Rick Ross kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, that that whole Rick Ross thing was. You know, oh man, that was funny. That was that, out of all the beef that Fifty Cent <laughs> was in. That was the funniest beef for Fifty and Rick Ross. I say the most serious beef that Fifty Cent had was with Jaru. Oh yeah, no, he murked Jaru, man. Yeah, he destroyed Ja Rule, but that fit, that that fifty versus Ross beef, beef man, that was just that was classic, Officer Ricky. I mean, and you know what's funny because he just you know told the entire world uh, what Rick Ross was when here in Florida and Miami we all knew that for a long time. Like we've known Officer Ricky, you know that he was a corrections officer for a little bit, you know, way before he ever ever mentioned. I think Trick Daddy was like the first one down here who started talking about that a year or two before Fifty even caught on to that. So. Yeah, but but Trick Daddy, you know what I'm saying? Trick Daddy, he made it known, 50 Cent elevated it to another yeah, level. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at it now, you know, they got a lot of fakeness in hip-hop. And if you look at Rick Ross, people say he's fake. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If, he, if he is, it is what it is. I'm not going to judge him for that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Hip-hop is full of fakeness. You can see people that's talking about that gun play and talking yeah, about but... something that they don't live their lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you know you're from the hood and you know you really live in the hood like that, you know what I'm saying? We can see if it's believable. You know what I'm saying? But if you ain't talking that real, you know what I'm saying? Why focus on that in the music industry knowing you won't be, you end up having a target on your back? You know what I'm saying? Yep. That means you have to get more security and you have to watch over your shoulders if you, if you uh, talk that gunplay all on the yeah, record yeah. like that. That makes you 100% target from gang members, you know what I'm saying? People that don't like you, crazy psycho folks, all that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you got to watch what you say on record. What do you say, like, to, like, artists, like, you know, or say about, like, the fact that Rick Ross was a correctional officer and now, like, we actually literally have, uh, you know, people that were involved with with the police or with the correctional, you know, uh, institutions in hip-hop, you know, how does that feel? I mean, that got, that's got to be, like, mind-numbing. Right, if I, like, for Rick, for Rick Ross, you know what I'm saying, I'm like I said earlier, you know, if you look at Rick Ross, he was an officer and he's still talking about that life. They talking about cocaine and all that. He never even slipped in the day of his life. You know, personally for me, I ain't got no respect for that. You know what I'm saying? Just be real and be yourself. Don't talk about what you ain't never did in your life. You mm-hmm. feel me? That's for that's for every rapper, man. Just be yourself and be who you are, man. You know what God made you. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't let the industry make you, man. Be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because if you be yourself, you can go a long way with your career. Look at Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he's not talking about no gang stuff. He's from Compton, but he ain't talking mm-hmm. about no gang stuff like that. He's being himself, and he's a lyricist, and I respect him for that. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the people that that inspired me to uh, bring my lyricism back. You know what I'm saying? And and prove a point. That's why this mixtape that's about to drop two Tuesday's got more lyricism in it. So, you know, it should be yeah, yourself man. And the tracks I've heard are real as hell. In fact, let's get into a little bit more music here. Let's play another track off of the mixtape. Uh, we got it, let me see, uh, on the uh, deck here. We got Eyes on the Prize and Let Us Be Free. Which one do you want to play next? Uh, let, them, let them hear that Let Us Be Free, man, because I want, I want to say this about this record right here, man. Um, recently, y'all know about the Mike Brown situation, you know, about yep. the guy killed by a police officer. But there was a recent uh, situation that happened uh, a little bit last week. You know, a, a person that's around from Homer around my way, Homer Louisiana, 
home of Louisiana around my way. His name is Cameron Tillman. He got uh, killed by police too. You know what I'm saying? Over nothing. You know, and and I wanted to dedicate that record. You know what I'm saying? To everybody that died from gun violence. I even had a homegirl I knew. She had got killed. You know what I'm saying? Earlier this year. You know what I'm saying? So I dedicate this, that record to everybody that lost somebody through gun violence, senseless violence. That's for nothing. For nothing. There you go. Let's uh, play uh, Let Us Be Free, and we're going to touch upon this subject when we come back after the track. Check this out, everybody. As I pledge allegiance to the flag, there's some things in this life that done made me mad. Seeing life is full of hate and some real corruption. Let's take a stand, because I know I had enough, son. Cops dirty cause they killing all our young folks They're in the office laughing hard like it's just a joke Mike Brown, rest in peace, we riding for ya Trayvon Martin, Cameron Tillman, yeah we fighting for ya Through these times, every day is full of racial tension Cops shooting us down without no apprehension Little homies dying daily through the same guns Let's put them down to start fresh, this really feels numb It hurts my soul to see a parent burying that child Cause police don't give a care and they acting wild let us be free as we pray to the Lord For forgiveness and salvation Tell drama no more Let us pray Let us be free from all the sorrow Living for today and not thinking about tomorrow Let us pray for our friends and our loved ones Free from corruption We all had enough, bruh Let us be free from all the sorrow Living for today and not thinking about tomorrow let us pray for our friends and our loved ones Free from corruption, we all had enough burn Hey Barbara Baker, do you remember me? We had class in high school, we was friends you see I'm sorry you were taken away from us too soon I know your child doing well and you watching us too It's said that your baby daddy did what he did He must have been on something, he and Jeff feeling sick But anyways, I remember the fun times we had All the classes we done had, you made everyone laugh it's hard you ain't here to see your son grow up He could be a superstar, I know he can't blow up We all miss your laugh and the sound of your voice When we heard a little tone, had people rejoice I remember the video of you singing all of me God called you home, but there's no sorrow, you see Keep watching over us through these struggling days Tell God we said what up and we keeping the faith let us be free from all the sorrow Living for today and not thinking about tomorrow Let us pray for our friends and our loved ones Free from corruption, we all had enough, bruh Let us be free from all the sorrow Living for today and not thinking about tomorrow Let us pray for our friends and our loved ones Free from corruption, we all had enough, bruh Man, too many people dying of this gun violence, you know what I'm saying? Police being corrupted and everything, though. You know what I'm saying? Let us have peace. Put the guns down. There you go, everybody. Let us be free. And let's talk about this subject, man. Because this is, this is uh, you know, it's crazy. Uh, what's going on in this country with, uh, you know, the crime. Uh, look, you know, there's there's crime in every country. There's crime everywhere. But what's going on with the police, The you know, in shooting just unarmed kids you know it you know as a rapper you know obviously you you, you have your your finger on the pulse of of the world and, and especially america and you know you talk about these things but uh you know just as a person especially an african-american i mean how do you feel about you know seeing that stuff on tv constantly and seeing young innocent dudes just getting shot up for no reason i mean it's honestly, gotta be like bro, the craziest time dude honestly bro it's upsetting you know what i'm saying like you know this 
like people that die like between 14 and 17 years old by cops, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That lets you know cops, a lot of cops be abusing their authority, you know what I'm saying? It's just a sad situation, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, kids, even though we, our own race, like, we, I'm not even full black, I'm half black, half Indian, you know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, as black people, as, you know, as black people, you know, we, we don't deserve to, you know, be treated like animals, man, getting shot down in the street like a stray dog. You know what I'm saying? Not not even a black race, everybody, you know what I'm saying, that has been done wrong by Nobody the deserves that. Yeah, nobody deserves to be treated like that. Black, yeah. white, doesn't matter. I mean, like, that, the stuff that's going on, and it's like it's not even just uh, with black people. I mean, if you go on YouTube, like, police are just, like, crazy right now. They're, like, just messing with everybody, because I've seen videos of them harassing white dudes, Hispanic dudes. I mean, it's just, it's getting obscene. But what you do hear more and more are, like, all these, you know, shootings, uh, because it's you know it's making national headlines because they're killing literally innocent kids without guns and and you know this got a lot of coverage when Trevon Martin died and I was kind of like touched by that because that that hit close to home that was really close to where I live you know where that happened uh, Trevon Martin is a kid that interacted even with family members and stuff for me with me so uh, you know that was just a, a crazy uh, thing and it's kind of like escalated with all these other uh, shootings in the last uh, few you know year. You look at this situation. If you look at George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman got a price on his head right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been. That's what I've been hearing. You know what I'm saying? He has a price over his head. So if you look at the situation right now, you know he's scared for his life. That's why he's. You don't really see him in public nowhere. You know what I mean? And then Jordan uh, Davis, he had got killed. And he was in Florida too. He got yeah. killed, and the dude that killed him, he he thought he was gonna get away with it. He didn't get away from it at all. You know what I'm saying? He's in. He's got. Uh, Dang their life in prison now, you know what I'm saying? He got like 40 years for each of the people he shot at, you know what I'm saying? And they, he's on trial for murder right now, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you look at the Mike Brown situation, they talking about they're not going to go to court about it or being try to push charge on him until January, which I find is, is, is there's a bunch of racial tension going on, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? If you look at it now, if they charge him and if they go to court and they find him not guilty, they said that they're going to need an army to... Uh, to help uh, the uh, police officers in Ferguson, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'll be hearing. But at the end of the day, we don't need no more violence. We need peace. Yeah, that's see, that's the worst part, man. All this stuff is re just re breeding more violence, more hatred, uh, more stupidity. And and a lot of it, really, to me, it, it's coming off like it's done on purpose. Because look, there was a, a police chart that I saw an illustration of uh, of uh, some uh, you know past arrests and and past uh, murders of. You know, Mike Brown and some of these kids uh, who have been getting shot, and uh, it shows a split chart: six uh, on one side, six on the other side. Six uh, on the one side are all white individuals, and on the other side is all African American individuals. And on the white side, you have uh, the guy who uh, shot up the Batman theater. Remember that guy with the crazy orange chair? Remember yeah, that dude? This is what they say about different races. They say, oh, listen, they say um, black people we thugs. Um, they say. Um, Mexicans or uh, or uh, Indians, they like terrorists or whatever, Muslims right. or whatever. And they say white people, they are mentally ill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's, there's hypocritical uh, double standards. Stereotypes, yeah. It, it's a crazy it's a crazy stereotype across the board. But no, but check this out. And, and this illustration, I'm going to post this later on on my uh, Facebook. Uh, I might even tweet this picture out because it's really funny. But uh, it, it shows the perfect example of, of what's going on. And if you recognize. 
uh, you know, the patterns here, you, you'll laugh, you know, out loud, and then you'll be sad for what's going on with the police and with this country in general. But you have that dude who shot up the Batman theater. You have, uh, you know, five other individuals in here. He shot and murdered 12 people. There's another guy next to him, a white dude who shot, murdered eight people. Then under them, you have a guy who shot and murdered six people. Then you have another dude who murdered eight people. Then you have a, a woman who murdered four people. Then you have another white dude who murdered four people. So in the left-hand chart, everybody killed somebody. Yep. Right hand side started with Mike Brown, with the uh, with Brown and a bunch of the other kids. They, they've been shot. No murders. Not one person has been killed by these people, and yet they're the ones that all got shot and killed. That's the crazy thing. Like the guy from the Batman Theater, he was apprehended. Everyone in that list was apprehended, apprehended, apprehended. But then you know all these kids, innocent kids who have done absolutely nothing at all, have not killed anybody. All got shot to death. I mean, there's in. I think a lot of it, honestly, man, and, and this is just my own personal way of, of seeing things, I think a lot of it is, especially when there's white police officers doing it, I think it's from a lack of growing up around a diverse uh, society or a diverse neighborhood or a diverse area that, you know, showed them other people and, and, and they were able to interact with different people. And, you know, maybe they were just so you know so secluded from people different from them that there's some kind of inept hatred for the, for what's different. Because, you know, we tend to hate what we don't understand, you know what I mean? That's just a human trait. It's a human nature right. thing. So I think a lot of that might just be that, because when you see some of the cops are doing some of these shootings, you're like, well, look at him. He, he looks like a racist. It, it just, it's just a bunch of, you know, if you look at the Ferguson situation, there's a bunch of, uh, they say majority of police is destined uh, Ferguson be white police, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, you're right, though they're, the police that don't be around a diverse crowd, they just look at us like we're the, we're the individuals. We're bad. We're bad people. We're nobodies. You know what I'm saying? But everybody is somebody. You know what I'm saying? To, in, in the society yep. we live in. But if you look at, you know, it, it just how people be acting, man. Like nowadays, everybody be on some evil stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Like they and they got they in their mind. They some people are narrow minded. To the point that they just don't care, they won't kill somebody just to make a name. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you look at George Zimmerman, they killed Trayvon Martin. He made a name for himself as the person that killed Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you look at, you know, stuff like that. And I feel like it's sickening. You know what I'm saying? They got to think about it and the consequences and repercussions that you do. And I, and I, I feel it, it's, it's the, it makes me feel disgusted of how the, how the society is nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Nobody not thinking and not caring about nothing. And unfortunately, uh, you know, George Zimmerman is still walking the streets. Unfortunately, with a price on his head. Yeah, that's true. He does have, but he is still walking. And you know, and not only is he still walking the streets, he's doing conventions. He did like a gun convention. and got paid for it. Like, like this is another thing. You know, this guy he, he shot and killed a kid. Okay, uh, he yeah. literally stalked this kid who was walking home. What, like, I don't care if they, if Trevon was about to go make some drink and and get high or whatever. Like, none of that matters. He was walking home, all right? I don't care if he was high off weed, because they, they, they threw that in, in there like, oh, yeah, Trevon Martin, he's nothing but a pothead. Look, they, he had weed in his system. Now, but the thing about it was, though, the weed, that they said it was an autopsy. That wasn't from that same night. It was from like week, like a month and a half ago. Yeah, they didn't report that. They just said, oh, he had weed in his in his system. Uh, he was a pothead. Of course he deserves to die. You know, like, that's, you know, that's the stupidest media bias that I've ever seen in my life. And at the end of the day, this guy stalked a kid with a gun, okay, stalked him. Police told him to stand down. He went anyway. And the kid ended up dead. A kid who was just walking home. 
you know, I, look, let me tell you something. I don't care how scared, you know, white dudes are. And, and look, George Zimmerman is not a white guy. I mean, he's half Latin, half white. Uh, I don't care, you know, if you're light, if you're white, black, whatever, Latin. I don't care how scared you are of another person, right? When the cops tell you to stand down and walk away, you should just stand down and walk away if you're in that position. For him yeah, going yeah. forward and, and going after this kid, uh, you know, because he thought maybe he was a criminal or a thug and he was afraid he was going to rob somebody. You know, the the kid had Skittles in a in what a grape juice or something, or was it a iced tea? Yeah, he had a Arizona <laughs> watermelon drink and the Skittles. And the Skittles wasn't for him; it was for his uh, thank you to little brother or something. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. And you know, not exactly a dude who's you know really somebody to be scared of. Like, I don't think he's going to rob anybody with Skittles and an iced tea. You know what I'm saying? So, literally, he just went after this one kid and, and just shot him in cold blood. And, of course, you know, his story is like, oh, well, he came at me and he started hitting me. Well, well somebody... Case, you know what I'm saying? I think he did that. <laughs> he self did that. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I yeah. Like, I feel like he self did that. You know, he knew what he was doing. But at the end of the day, that's karma, man. Karma's going to come back to bite him in the butt. You know, same thing with, with, oh, yeah. with, with anybody anybody that does the, the, the killing. You know, that's karma. You know what I'm saying? I know they kind of going to creep up on him. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, but the media ain't no better. The media c- covered a lot of negativity. You know what I'm saying? Like not all media, but like some of the media. You know, like if you look at Fox, Fox be they say Fox is like the, a racist news channel. You know what I'm saying? I never watched yep. it. You know, I'm not really into the to politics like that. You know what I'm saying? But if you look at some of the media, what they what they post on on the internet or on TV, it's a lot of negativity. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be thinking to myself, when they're actually going to post something positive, and it doesn't be that way nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then and then I feel like we are in our last days anyway. We in our last days on this earth because I feel like Jesus might come back sooner than you think. You know what I'm saying? So it's no, really I, I I hear you. I mean, and you know what? At this point, with the way society is, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, a, a near disaster event might actually be a, a beneficial thing for this planet because, you know, it's it's not looking good for the human race. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know <laughs> it really know, isn't. Like this this world, this, this earth, the earth is a beautiful place. You know what I'm saying. It's just some of the people that's on this earth that's making it the earth bad. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I wouldn't say the earth is bad. It's just the people that's the, the evil people that's on this earth. You know what I'm saying. And now, back to now, main do, you think, do you think evil is uh, an, an, do you think evil is like a, a trait that we just you know have, or do you think there's actually like an evil force? Because I've asked this question before, because it does seem like there's a lot more evil and negativity in the world uh, than there was in, like, in the 1950s and 60s. Yeah, there was a lot of weirdness and a lot of racism and a lot of evil, but it seems like nowadays there's so much like just evil in your face, and like you know, there's I don't know. It seems like there's uh, do you think there's, there could be like really some kind of an evil entity that controls? Uh, people's minds, man, because it almost feels like that at times. Kind of, it basically is when you th- when you think about the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on how, what people's mind frame is like. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people can wake up one morning saying, "Man, I'm feeling good today. Ain't nothing gonna ruin my day." Or they're gonna come wake up the next morning, or they be like, "Man, I'm in a bad mood. I want to kill somebody." But it, it just depends on how they look at it. You could play a video game or you could watch TV and you can see evil stuff on there and they, do, they think to themselves, well, I could do that too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Look, look at look the situation with Caliban High. You know what I'm saying? They say they was mentally ill, but their real intention was to kill them people to, just to make a name for themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they killed everybody and they killed themselves. You already know where you're going to go when you, when you commit suicide. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. 
Because yeah. me, be honest with you, I'm, I'm a Christian black man. You know what I'm saying? I got faith in God, and I know all this. But if you look at the society we live in, you know, like people have to mind frame sometimes that I want to kill somebody or they listen to music, they say, oh, the music made me do that or put play games like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, man, I, I was just trying to act like I'm on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you just got to look at how people think. You know what I'm saying? People be thinking. And luckily for me, I know how to read people. It's, it's best for me to hang with the person and I hang with the person. You know what I'm saying? Because nowadays you can't really have too many friends in your circle because they could turn on you and set you up and get you killed. Yeah, no, it's true. It's very true. It's very true. I mean, sometimes it's better to uh, limit the amount of friends you have because you really, you know, I'm the same way, dude. Like, I, especially like my inner circle of like close, close friends are usually people that I've known for more than 20 years. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm, it's very limited the amount of friends that I have outside of my uh, my circle that I've known for 20 years. Like, you're one of the few people that I've included into that circle. You know, we become friends and stuff because, you know, we, we got, I think, uh, Binded by the music, man. You know, we're both music lovers at heart, and you know, this is something that we love doing. Like, I've been a fan of hip hop since I was like four. You know what I mean? Right. I'm 36 now, so I grew up in around hip hop. I'm one of those rare breeds where I, I, I grew up li- like literally. Uh, I grew up in the same area where like NWA was coming up in the 80s. Uh, so I saw the whole era of gangster rap rising as I was a kid, you know, going through the 80s and 90s. I lived, you know, that entire thing. And, and I started studying hip-hop because of, uh, you know, the the things I saw around me and the, the people that were coming up in music and stuff. And uh, I've, like I said, I've been a fan of it, like, my entire life. Uh, not many people are like that, you know what I mean? And not a lot of people that I know are like that. But, you know, at the same time, I, I don't really just have friends because they're into hip-hop as well, you know, but I do have that inner circle. And it's not easy to include other people that you just meet or, or whatever because, like you said, you don't know who has good intentions or who just might backstab you and leave you, you know, dead in a trunk somewhere. I mean, you really hey, don't know anymore these in these days. Well, I'm going to say this, you know what I'm saying? Like, with the music industry and now, you know what I'm saying, and with money, money changes people, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, man, big time. Yeah, like, let's say... All right, let's say if you're rich, you work about, what, $12, 13000000 million. You have a couple of friends which that's been around you through the thick of thing that's been loyal to you, but one of them in a turning on you, you know what I'm saying, because they're jealous of your success. Look at the movie Paid in Full, you know what I'm saying, how he had a homeboy and a homeboy turned on him and tried to rob him and basically got a couple of people killed. Like, if you look at uh, a Rich Porter and uh, uh, I forgot the other dude named Alpha, you, you know what I'm saying, that movie, uh, the movie Paid in Full, but the yeah, real yeah. people rich and all them. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I'm saying? So you, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying. You got to look at who your real friends are and who's not. You know what I'm saying? If they gonna care care about you because they mean friends since childhood, or they just care because you got money and they just wanna do something to you, so you won't have nothing, so they have to really have hate in your heart. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like nowadays, for me, I keep my circle small. I don't have too many people in my circle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a smart way to be, man. It really is. Uh, like, like I said, for me to include anybody in my circle is really tough. Uh, just because I, it, you know, the lack of trust, especially people that you meet like online and stuff like that. And unless I know somebody in person, most of the time I don't even like bother talking to them. To be honest with you, uh, and it, like I've, you know, in the past I used to do a lot of shows uh, down here in Florida. I used to be involved with you know DJing and stuff, and we used to do a lot of like events. And uh, it's funny, like, you meet so many people that, you know, you meet them once at a glance and you just, you know, you might only know them as an acquaintance. And next thing you know, rumors are starting to spread about you and stuff. So you know people talk crap. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I like to keep my circle small because I don't like the chatter that goes on from people that really don't know you. And everybody starts getting into your business and stuff also. Right. So that's not, yeah. that's never good. 
Yeah, it's like you shoot, you know what I'm saying? But also, when it comes to friendship, you know what I'm saying? It comes with, I need, I need, I need, I need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not a, hey, what's up, man? What's been going on, man? I ain't heard from you. Why? Man, hey, man, hey, can you give me this or can you give me that? Or can you help me with this or can you help me with that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, but, man, I just man. met you twice before. Like, I don't, I don't know you enough to buy you a car, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, if I ever get to that point where I'm, like, you know, loaded and somebody starts asking me for stuff like that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to laugh. And, uh, you know, I'll have fun being loaded and having that kind of bread. But, you know, that happens to a lot of rappers, man. This is why a lot of rappers go broke, too, by the way, because of the hang-on. The hang-on. It's about huh? keeping a major entourage with them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keeping like 30, 40 people, you have to take care of all of them. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know, you have to keep the ones that's really been holding you down from the, through the thick and thin. You know what I'm talking about? If not, then you're going to be broke for days. And then they, when you ask for something, they're going to be like, bro, I ain't got it. Or, I don't know you. Then we have it again. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? My bad, homie. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I I need to do it like that, though, man. Let me hang with you again. To me, I feel like once you do that to me once, I'm not messing with you again. Now, what I love is when, uh, when you know, bad times come around, like all these uh, so-called friends, they all disappear, man. Yeah. They all vanish quick, man. It's like uh, they're only there for the good times. And we've seen that so many times with artists, not only, you know, hip-hop artists, but, like, even other uh, entertainers, like actors and stuff who've had their own entourage and their own posse. A lot of it is just, uh, you know, it's. I think there's a bug also that people have that they want to be part of something cool and, something, you know, somebody who's famous and there's that whole mystique of being part of somebody's crew and stuff. And, and you know, it's more like leeches or, you know, they're a bunch of leeches really. You know, that's really all it is. But uh, let's get into some more music, man. We're, we're, we're you know, already uh, with 30 more minutes left of the show and I want to play this next track, Eyes on the Prize. Uh, tell us a little bit about this track. I was on the prize basically about succeeding, man, taking your career to the next level or doing something successful with your life. You know what I'm saying? If you got a, a goal to do something, man, try to go and achieve it, man. Chase your dream, man. That's what the song is basically about. And you definitely got your eyes on the prize, my man. Let me tell you, because uh, the music is dope. It's banging, and uh, it's uh, it's what the hip-hop game needs, man, some reality rap. Check this out. This is Eyes on the Prize by Young Kano. I got my eyes on the prize, eyes on the prize, I got my eyes on the prize. I got my eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize. My eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize, my eyes on something that I hate that doesn't spice. I got my eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize, to make a proven point, and I know I can try. I got my eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize, my eyes on something that I hate that doesn't spice. I got my eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize, to make a proven point, and I know I can try. It's my time, so I'ma shine when I gotta Chasing all my dreams of the almighty dollar A contract for the riches, even coming from the rags Broke now, but you gonna see me popping tags Single in my life, but I'm living for a second Girls, I'm a half, surprise but never pleasant My girl, she gonna be mine and it will be forever I picture me and her walking in while I'm carrying her My eyes is on the press I gotta come and go To be the best rapper, but I'm not gonna sell my soul been grinding and I know it's paying off to the point I get a car and my leather so so. I am the man since I rep my hometown. I see some crazy bros that I know that gets around. I smile at haters and I wish to get the message. I am an entertainer, but I ain't talking LG section. I got my eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize, my eyes on something that I hate or does despise. I got my eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize to make a proven point, and I know I can try. I got my eyes. My eyes on the press, my eyes on the press, my eyes on something that I hate or does despise. I got my eyes on the press, my eyes on the press, my eyes on something that I hate or does despise. I got my eyes on the press, my eyes on the press, my eyes
eyes on something that I hate or just despise. I got my eyes on the prize, my eyes on the prize. To make a proven point, and I know I can try. SSG music, man, I am my own boss. I got a bigger image, haters throwing me off. See, I'm big, but I can't rap. Worth the two cents. He used to be a bum, dude, couldn't pay the rent. He rapped about the hood, but he never bust a gun. When he sees a few people, bruh, he backs down and runs. Just a theory, cause the rumors are just lies. Got a heart of a line, you ain't never seen me cry. I'm too passionate with that, me. I ain't never been scared. Been too real in my soul, but I really don't care. My mind frame changed, cause I'm doing what I do. I'm the man of the South, and my swag all cool. But my goal is to change and to make my music great. I'm just living every day, but I still got some hate. It's the lies, it's the fakes that's gon' try to visualize. Eyes of a tiger, and my eyes on the prize. Got my eyes on the press, my eyes on the press, my eyes on something that I hate it was the spot. I got my eyes on the press, my eyes on the press to make a proven point, and I know I can try. I got my eyes on the press, my eyes on the press, my eyes on something that I hate it was the spot. I got my eyes on the press, my eyes on the press to make a proven point, and I know I can try. Can you see this? <laughs> but nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. And you might just see this. <laughs> Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with Key Information Solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let Key Information Solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374 That's 954-973-3374 Or visit keyinformation.com So, Jacqueline. Yes, Mom? I wanted to talk to you about something and... Oh, wait. Hold on. I just got a text. Oh, there's another one. Wow. Busy, busy me. So, anyway... Oh, wait, Mom. I just got a message. My friends keep commenting on my comment. Oh, there's another one. So many comments on my comment. Oh, I can't wait to watch TV tonight. Playoffs! Hey guys, check out my new video game. Pew, pew. Wait, wait, mom, what? Huh? What? Hold What'd on. you say? Wait a second, huh? This weekend. Unplug. Take your family to the forest. There's nothing in the world like experiencing nature firsthand. Trees, paths, bluebirds, streams. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban fella. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. Now you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's topic-driven talk radio. List and promote real-time talk radio topics or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is topic-driven talk radio. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. Now you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's topic-driven talk radio. List and promote real-time talk radio topics or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is topic-driven talk radio. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com Yeah. Just another day how we living on a daily basis. Southern Slank Gang. Today I'm waking up cause today is a good day. Gotta go and get it cause I really need it one way. Money on my mind and the women that I'm chasing. Living in reality. All right, everybody, we are back on Inside of Jackal's Head with Young Kano. That right there is just another day. And this is just another day. And the day is almost over, unfortunately, in about 20 minutes. So we got 20 more minutes on the air with Young Kano. And then after this show, The Outer Edge is coming up. So stick around for that. Tim Schwartz and Michael Mott will be on live uh, with a fascinating guest, I'm sure. They're always on the outer edge, those two. Uh, you know, we we talk about, about a lot of different things here on the uh, network and uh, we cover a lot of different stuff. You know, we're a very, very diverse uh, panel here of hosts and shows and stuff. And, and uh, you know, that's one thing I like to push is, is diversity on here. As far as music-wise, though, uh, you know, what other kind of genres of music do you listen to? Or is hip-hop really, like, uh, the, the number one thing you, you're always listening to? I listen to hip-hop, R&B, go rock, classical. Uh, the only, only one I don't listen to is death metal. Agreed. Even though one of my best friends is a death metal artist, or used to be, he 
doesn't have the band anymore. But uh, which has always kind of been funny. Like you know, and I'm all hip hop, and one of my best friends is into like metal and shit. But uh, you know, I can't get into that music myself either. I just just uh, no can't do it. Uh, but no, you know, I, I think I, I might ask you something similar in the last show. And the reason I wanted to you know get that get back at that is because I I don't think I mentioned it last time. But to me, like the greatest entertainers usually are people that are diverse in their music. And listen to everything, you, and you know, and they draw from every different aspects. Uh, have you ever thought of doing something that's a little bit more like, say, rock oriented, or you know, just off genre a little bit? Thought about it, but you know, not not just yet. You know, what I'm saying I want to give people real hip hop core core com- com- compound of music. You know, what I'm saying right now. What do you say? Like when like what do you you know think of when you see like artists that mix that? genre of or mix hip hop or like rock and you know that kind of fusion I mean are you into that at all like the rap I feel like, rock, they, I feel like they, they they not ready for that yet you know what I'm saying the reason why I say because you know it's the reason why I feel like because they feel like they sound like they're not on beat and they feel and I feel like you know what I'm saying they you know they can't coordinate it perfectly you know what I'm saying so when I hear that I'd be like that don't sound right it's tough right it is it's tough to like be on beat when it's a rock beat yeah. Like it doesn't, uh, you know, unless they like they slow down the song just when the rapper's gonna hit, so it, it goes into more of a, a hip hop type style beat. You know, what do you say about artists like Ice T, for example, who, you know, they're famous rappers, but they they crossed over and did you know rock, and you know, and or metal and were successful also. I mean, that's that's I tough mean, to do, but you talking about like Ice T with the Body Count uh, rock band? Yeah, band? yeah, yeah, Body Count. Uh, I never really got into it. To be honest with you. It's crazy though, man. He he got like so much heat for that. You know, it's funny because he did that song "Cop Killer," and everybody's like, "Oh, yeah. gangster rapper Ice T with song Cop, Cop Killer." Killer. Yeah, and it's like it's a death metal song, man. It's not even a rap song, and people are like saying, "Oh, hip hop is evil." Look at that, Cop Killer. Yeah, as you look at it, you know that like I said, double standards. Yeah, man. You know, but it is what it is. Though Ice T still doing his thing. He got a, a, a beautiful wife. You know, saying Coco. Hopefully, oh, yeah. you know. And, you know, you know, they say their booty and all that not real, but I don't know. <laughs> not that it really matters. Nowadays, man, I can tell when a woman, I'm a woman booty, when it comes to me and women, I know, I'm a bootyologist. I know when a woman booty real or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can name yeah, I think there's a lot of body parts on Coco that are not real, though, like real talk. Mm-hmm. I, can, I know the booty not real, man. The breast is not real. I know people <laughs> bitties ain't that real, you know what I'm saying? I I could like you name five girls right now. I could let you know if they were not real. Uh, Kim Kardashian, fake. Lindsay Lohan, fake. The let me see. Uh, Zoe Saldana. Said who? Really? You know Zoe Saldana? No. I'm trying to think. What 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 she was on? She was on what, All About the Benjamins or something. Nah, man, no, no. That was uh, wasn't that Eva Mendez? You know about the yeah, 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 yeah. She, yeah, she that's, 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 that's my girl, man. Eva Mendez, that's my girl. So that's the homie right there. I uh, I I uh, went to school and uh, grew up with her brother, Carlos Mendez, a good friend of mine. Oh, for sure, for real. For yeah, real. yeah. That's, that's, that, that family's the homies right there, man. Mendez. Uh, no, Chloe's uh, or Zoe Zaldana. She's uh, the girl oh, from Zoe. Star Trek. Oh, you talking about Zoe? Oh, oh, yeah, uh, Zoe Zaldana. Cabana. Yeah, and she was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy most recently. She was in Star Trek: The Reboot. You know, she uh, playing Aurora. Oh, she's all natural, bro. Cause uh, I heard a story though. She they said she's a real freak. <laughs> yeah, that's why I brought her up. Cause she is kind of a freaky guy. You know, I heard the same thing, man. She's 
a little bit of a freak. You gotta, you almost have to be, to be in Hollywood. Uh, I feel like they were a lot women, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I feel. But, uh, yeah, she all real, man. She natural. Yeah, she look good, too, man. Yeah. Uh, let me see, uh, well, like, like celebrity-wise, though, I mean, what artists do you follow, like, that are not hip-hop oriented? I mean, besides fine women and their unnatural <laughs> bodies. <laughs> um, <laughs> artists-wise, I think, I think YouTube, they pretty dope. Um, uh, I'm old school, like the, um, uh, the, the, uh, group, the police. They, oh, no kidding. You like the police. They, nice. They cool. Uh, classical wise, I say Bach, you know what I'm saying? Bach and Mozart, you know, with the classical genre. Yeah. Music. Yeah. You know, they, they dope. Uh, rock and roll wise, I say Alice Cooper, they, you know, his, his metal is on point. Yeah, you know it's funny. We actually had uh, on this show a couple of weeks ago. We had a gentleman by the name of Tim Branham, uh, who's a musician also. And uh, you know, with him uh, was a panel of uh, of a bunch of people that worked on a video that he just put out. And right. uh, one of the people that was on the panel with him, who was on the show as well, is a lady who uh, was a road manager for Alice Cooper. Right. And that right. was because she has some stories to tell you, man. Let me tell you, Alice Cooper, party animal. Yeah, I heard, man. Behind the music remastered. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I he, know. He, he's got his—he's earned his stripes, Alice Cooper, man. He really has. Him and Ozzy Osbourne. Gotta love Ozzy. Ozzy, he—he—he—he he, 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 he cool, but he crazy. He, like, yeah, that's what's crazy. That's, but that's what's cool about him, though. He's crazy. That's what's so cool about yeah. Ozzy, man. <laughs> It, he too much into that gothic heavy, bro. He's still into this day, real heavy in that gothic. Well, I think that's the drugs, though, man. After all the you know twenty, thirty years of you know heavy drug use, you know, you kind of get stuck in that era. Yeah, man. I can't, I can't complain, though. I'm saying, but he do got some good music. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he make good music, man. There's a lot of good music out there, uh, you know, especially old school. I, I, I am like, you know, I'm a fan of old school like R and B and stuff. I know you're you're into the Jacksons, Michael Jackson, uh, Jackson Five. You're a fan of them also, right? Come on, man! You, you, you see me sampling them songs, you already know what I'm saying. Them, exactly. Bro. Maybe in my life, you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, uh blame it on the boogie. Uh, yeah. uh I, I want you back. Those type of records, man. You know that's old school for me, man. But I, I like old school, like '80s, '90s, like Anita Baker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Time, she, she was a she was a good artist. Too bad she had committed suicide, though, bro. Yeah. Uh, SWV Escape. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Troop. H Town, you know what I'm talking about? Intro. Yeah. Uh, Luther uh, Vandross. I, I can name Luther Vandross, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 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 what, who else? It was Diana Rowe, she was Donna Summers. Uh, and here, here, here's an artist who, in Spanish, we call El Bajapanti. You know, that he's a panty dropper. None other than Barry White. The greatest yeah. musical voice I ever heard in my life, dude. Barry White is, I mean, his voice alone will get a girl wet. Yeah, but there's an artist though. You know, what I'm saying she she a Spanish singer. You know, what I'm saying I thought she was a cool singer. I never could really understand what she was saying until she tried to play a, a English album. You know, Selena. You know, she they said she was hot. Yeah, man, tragic what happened to her. Yeah, man, uh, got killed by a person that she thought was a friend. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. that's why I was saying early in the conversation. You know, you got mm-hmm. gotta watch you keeping your circle. Yeah, you got to be careful who you have around you, man. That's why, like, I, I'm very picky about the people I let in my inner circle because you, 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 you never know. You never know. And that was a crazy time, too, man. When she died, it was it's messed up because she died 
Pac died, Biggie died, Easy E died, all around that same time period. 94, yeah, 95, 94, 96, 97. 94, 97. Yeah, it was like that was the craziest time in, in music because of the amount of celebrities who were dying. Uh, and it's not, and it continued. I mean, we lost uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, you know, a few years later. Aaliyah, a few years later. Big L, uh, Big L. Yo, Big L and Big Pun killed me, man. Let me tell you, because I was such a huge fan. I still am of Big L and Big Pun. And, uh, you know, Big L, I mean, when you talk about pure lyricist, I don't think there comes many better than Big L. My favorite song from Big L is The Heist. The Heist and Casualties of a Dice Game. Those are my two favorite songs off the the big picture, but off the uh, Lifestyle of the uh, Rich Dangerous. I like that. Put it on. Street struck, you know what I'm saying? That's like my favorite. And and another favorite artist I say is Nas. I like I, I listen to Nas a lot, man. Nas is dope. I kind of lost a little bit of respect when Nas and uh, Jay Z made up after all that beefing that went on. Like it was, it, it just looked a little bit too goofy and fake after a while. You know what I mean? So yeah, but he's still, though, you know what I'm saying? But oh no, like, he's still dope though. Lyrically, he's dope. Yeah, and especially like Illmatic. That's one Illmatic of the top was- five ever. Top five records ever, as far as, I, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but I like the only like Jay Z. I don't listen to Jay Z. Period. You know what I'm saying? I don't listen to Jay Z at all. Like the only good album I say was his best album. The only two I say was um, the first Blueprint and the Reasonable Doubt. You know what I'm saying? That's what I say. That's the two best albums he put out. To me, with the rest of my, I, I didn't really care for. But there was one song off of the Life of Time volume two. I think uh, was Imaginary Player. That was. One dope record, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but, but let's be honest, his, his best record is one with Biggie. Yeah, um, it was on the uh, Life of Reasonable the Doubt. Reasonable, yeah, no, Reasonable did, Doubt. Yeah, 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 they did one on uh, Life of the Death and Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, now the one on Reasonable Doubt was dope. That that was probably his best work. Uh huh. Like when it first came out, yeah. that's his best material. But yeah. and become like this is the thing with all millionaire rappers though, you know what I'm saying? Once they come out with their first album, after they come out with their first album, the second album they always go through the sophomore jinx. The the second album it, it don't sound as best or, better than the first one. Now if you mm-hmm. look at me like every mixtape I drop it's been hits after hits after hits. Yeah. It it saying? really has. I mean, if you listen to some of the stuff I've listened to folks, I mean he ain't kidding, this has been good stuff. Uh all the mixtapes, uh that I've, I mean Every song, pretty much, I've heard has been really dope. So, uh, and that's saying a lot because a lot of rappers you'll have like one song that's good on the mixtape, and the rest is like all watered down and skip, you know, to the next track. Uh, like you could actually write, like, especially the the first purple haze, uh, purple haze effect uh, mixtape. Like you could write out to almost every song on that tra- on that city. Like just write out to it. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. Like the beats are are hot. You know, the lyrics are on point. Uh, it's just a, a dope record. And the next one, you know, from what I've heard. It's going to be really, 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 really dope. Again, it comes out in a couple days, man. So let's plug that real quick. Tell everybody again how they can get that record, man, that mixtape when it comes out. Yeah, the Purple Haze Effect too, man. It drops uh, this Tuesday, September 30th. It's going to be on Dad Piff Audio Mac, um, Mixtape Factory, MixConnect.com, and all the mixtape sites I can get my hands on. But the only one I can't get my hands on right now is Live Mixtapes, and I'm pissed off at Live Mixtapes, bro. They they really kind of bougie on who they want to uh, put yeah. on on their circuit, you know what I'm saying? And really, they missing one key item that they need. They need my mixtape on there. Once they hear that mixtape, the Purple Hills yeah. too, they gonna be like, man, I need to get all of those and put it on there too. You know have you saying? heard of uh, Have you heard of Coast to Coast mixtapes? Have you heard of them? 
Yeah, yeah, I got mixtapes going on there too. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, they're they're legit, man. They've been spreading a, a lot of good material with, with uh, mixtapes in the last couple of years. In fact, they've been hitting me up for uh, my mixtape for like the last year on email. I kept I get emails like every once in a while from them asking me to you know call them and this you know get your mixtape out there and this and that. And I've talked to them on the phone a couple of times, and uh, you know they're gonna probably promote the mixtape coming out in December also. So uh, you know they're good, man. The thing, uh, about, mixtapes. thing about it is though, man, my song Temptation that was off the pr- first Purple Haze effect. It actually was on, um, it was on a coast to coast mixtape. It was on uh, How Does It Estate Volume One. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. dope. It made the, it made the cut. You know what I'm saying? I asked people to vote for me. Not many people voted for me, man, because you know they won't hear that watered down music. But yep. still got on there either way. So I'm, I'm appreciative. And I'm thankful for that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm about to change the game once again with this mixtape, you know what I'm saying? And this, this, this is the thing that, that people need to understand. You see the Purple Haze effect, too? They see the lyricists, that's, that's mild compared to what I got in store for y'all next. Nice. Can't wait to hear more music, man. Uh, guys, we're all a lot of time. We've got to wrap up here in a couple minutes. But, uh, Ken, I'm going to give you a minute here to you know give the audience a little sample of what's to come on this mixtape. Uh, give us a little freestyle if you can. Just a couple bars, a few bars, just something that, you know, you could get everybody's appetite wet. So on the 30th, they all go crazy and they all go down with this thing immediately. Good. All right. I'm just a youngin' with ambition. That's why my flow is traditional. Now, I be in danger, but I ain't talking about no mystical. Talking out the side of your neck. You want to be a franchise, but you know you feel like you're Biggie Smalls and you be hypnotized. I got bars for days and nights. I can feel like I'm the man because I got all the bragging rights. It's truth, and I ain't never selling myself for the devil because I know that I'm like Tupac, underground rebel. And I can spit fast because I be coming to run the trap and I just rap where I be at and I can come with the facts and you be spitting what you be spitting because I am so physical, my technicality, spitting without a real salary, though. I got bars for days and nights and I just spit it because I'm gifted. You know me, I got bars that's never scripted. I write out my lines, jot down from time to time, though. Suckers can't talk because they can't read between the lines, though. I'm just a rapper with mystical flows and I can go hard, but suckers think they know. But I'ma tell y'all right now, I spit without having no ad lib. My flow's sicker than yours and I can spit with an adjective. I can just rap and go fast or I can go slow. You don't even know because I spit like I am J. Cole. Huh. You don't want no problems talking goonies. Y'all suckers like goonies thinking y'all really having noonie. Shoot, y'all some suckers that ain't got five on it. I got ten on it, a meal on it, and I can get deals on it. Yeah, I got shoes to fit on it, and they thinking they got bars that they can't kill on it. They thinking they batter me, but they just telling them lies. They feel like they pull pepping now. They doing a die, feeling like they high, like Method Man and turning red. But y'all be brain dead, feeling like y'all got fed. But some of them snitching. They thinking they rich, but they really snitching. They thinking they getting it, but and getting what they can get it quick. Huh? Are your girl thicker than some bisquick? And y'all can talk about your got balls, but it's a misfit. Right off the top, everybody, check that out. Young Kano, man. Thanks for being on here again. And I'm going to promote the hell out of this mixtape. I'm going to put it uh, and tweet it all over the place when it comes out on the 30th. Uh, it's going to be on my website. If, if anybody wants to uh, get at it real quick, if you don't know how to get to uh, that piff, you know, just go to thejacko.com. And uh, it'll be on there so y'all can uh, download it. I'm going to put a link on there. And uh, good luck to you, man. We're going to be working a lot together in the future, man. You're a good dude. And uh, we need to promote good artists like Young Kano over here. So everybody listening to this podcast, uh, listening live or listening uh, to the podcast later on, check out Young Kano. Follow him and uh, download the music. Uh, download the mixtape. Check out the yeah, mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Support yeah. good underground <laughs> hip-hop.
hip-hop, my friend. Support underground hip-hop. This is where the real talent's at. You feel me? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to my SSG squad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, everybody that's in my squad, you know, they, they coming out, man, too, man. You know what I'm saying? That y'all download my dog, Sam J mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Kid at H Part 3. The Kid Legacy, the Dream to Reality. We got Drake coming out with some music. You know what I'm saying? All my SSG squads, you know what I'm talking about? Um, and also, man, shout out to the DJ, man, my my favorite DJ, you know what I'm saying? She's been uh, uh, hosting my mixtape since day one, DJ DC Storm, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Nice. She's real cool, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to her, man. We we working on some other stuff too, man, you know what I'm saying? And let y'all, let, it, let this be known, you know what I'm saying? Y'all think, get a, y'all think uh, Purple Haze Effect 2 is that mixtape, but that's just mild. I'm giving y'all something mild, man. Y'all stay tuned, man. Y'all gonna hit a reality check EP dropping this winter. And people been asking, will I have a, another sequel to the Purple Haze Effect? There will be another sequel, and then people also been asking me if there was going to be another Ghetto City mixtape, and there will be another Ghetto City mixtape. So y'all stay tuned for that, man. A lot of good music coming up in the future from Young Kano, man. Everybody, please check out his work. Kano, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, man. We got to keep doing this and have you back on, uh, you know, periodically. And when you, you know, when your boys got you know music to promote, get it to me, man. Immediately, I do a music only uh, show on Wednesdays. We spin all independent music. Love to, uh, you know, have all their music on there and, uh, and spin it and promote it. So, send me tracks, man. Get back on here. Bring them on. We'll promote the hell out of everybody, man. Get everybody involved. And, you know, this is what the underground needs. They need a voice and an outlet. Believe that. Peace and 100. You need. That's right, everybody. Peace, everybody. We're going to be back next week right now. Stick around for The Outer Edge with William Michael Mott and Tim Schwartz. Right now, we're going to play Put Your Drinks Up One More Time. This is Young Kano, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>